my calculations are correct, when this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're gonna see some serious shit. Do you really think you have a chance against us, Mr. Cowboy? Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. It's showtime. Right, welcome everybody to another episode of the VHS Strikes Back. I'm one of your host, Chris Phelps, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris. How's it going? What <laughs> Word up. <laughs> oh no, Dave. G. Yo, G. Um, now... <laughs> welcome. To the VHS Strikes Back, the show where we dust off the old video player and go on a nostalgic journey to look at the good and fucking terrible movies of yesteryear. <laughs> <laughs> Some of which you didn't even know existed and are so fucking terrible. I'm putting my cards on the table straight away. <laughs> Should never be watched ever again. Now, Chris, what are we reviewing this week? <laughs> well, Dave. After you stitching me up with a Rocky Horror Show, and somebody did comment saying that this podcast has pretty much turned into a tennis lesson of tit for tat. Let's see if we can outdo each other with a worse movie. Um, I, I have produced this week, David, the 1991 rap, whatever it is, um, with vanilla ice, cool as ice, Dave. Now, have you ever seen this, Dave? I hadn't seen this before, which is a bit weird because I wasn't averse to a bit of vanilla ice back in the day. And and funnily enough, I remember I was talking about the school disco when I was down there yep. and I heard the time warp for the first time. I'm pretty sure I'd have been doing a bit of Ice Ice Baby as well at that same disco. <laughs> now I'm pretty sure <laughs> I've got or I had similar attire. <laughs> <laughs> no, Dave, nobody had the same attire as fucking vanilla ice in this. Um, no, what I would say is Dave's now got a TikTok, TikTok, a TikTok, and I can attest that he can't dance like vanilla ice, but he does have a good go because some of his videos are very funny. <laughs> hey, it's a lot of fun. I mean, you'd been going on and you'd sent me that one. The uh, yeah, wow, you, you can really dance. <laughs> uh, that one, so I thought, well, I'd have a go at that. But um, yeah, it's quite addictive, really, isn't it? Yeah, it is. To be fair, I I try. I mean, I've not put a lot of videos up, but I'm, I try and do something a little different because the one we did, the you can really dance. That's like a viral one that everybody does, and and the forty one. But I want I want to do stuff that's slightly different because when you go on the timeline, it's people just doing the same stuff, you know, like with the music. And yeah, it's funny. Yeah, yeah. But I, I get you. Yeah, I do like it. It's like a little bit of exposure, a little bit of fun while we're all fucking locked locked down as well. Um, well, I had. Um, let me see. I got like three hundred and twelve views for my David Brent one. I don't know if you've seen that one. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it, yeah. It's very good. <laughs> I thought that's all right. I didn't tag yeah. it or anything, so I uh, don't quite know no, how that good. happened. It just comes up on the algorithm. I think I've had about that. I think the, the best that I had, the best I've had is 800, Dave, and all I did was put a video off of a pair of Converse trainers I bought about <laughs> three or four months ago, and my niece is absolutely distraught because she does TikTok videos nearly every day, and she's like... You've got 800 views on a pair of trainers. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I just put them on. <laughs> now, Chris, had you ever seen this shit show before? <laughs> well, Dave, no. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I did it on purpose because of what you did to me last week. I went online looking at the worst movies from the 90s. <laughs> and there was, there was, we almost did stop on my mom will shoot, which is probably worse than this, with Stallone and um, 
Estelle Getty out of Golden Girls, which is a truly awful movie. But when I saw this, I thought, this is going to wind Dave up rotten. So I never told <laughs> you once that I'd not seen this. I just said, oh, we're doing cool. Is that actually you? Like, you twat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, again, encroaching on my... Um... Time with my lady friend <laughs> with these shit movies. <laughs> and that's what made it even better. <laughs> oh, oh my, my god, word. this this is absolutely terrible. Now I, I do have to say it was it was directed by a guy called David Kellogg, who I'd never heard of before. But I went through his IMDb, and before he actually did this, uh, he seemed to moan mainly. Let let me read out a few of these because you might have seen some of these ones, Chris. So he did, um, in 1990, he did the Playboy video Playmate calendar. Um, right. In 1989, he did Playboy Wet and Wild. <laughs> he also... That's a bad guy. <laughs> Playmates of the Year, uh, the 80s. Uh, Playmate video Centerfold, Dutch Twins. And, and the list goes on, Chris. So, you know, he hadn't had that much mainstream... Uh, you know, involvement in movies uh, before this. But, um, yeah, I think the overall quality and direction of this movie is a bit like a porno. <laughs> yeah, I, I tell you, yeah, there's no happy ending, Dave. No. That's the problem. <laughs> well, there <laughs> the is when is it the... fucking finishes. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think, though, what's even more astounding for Mr. Kellogg is he got fucking work after this, Dave. I think that's no, the... yeah. <laughs> Now, now, before we go into it, let's get into our trailer because I've got a nice little trailer lined up for this one. Their values are from the 50s. Their homes are from the 60s. And their music is from the 70s. Let's start chasing. So, are we having fun yet or what? But now, yeah. this sleepy little town is about to become cool as ice. Drop it. What the hell is that? Drop that zero and get with the hero. You are the girl for me. See you later, Dick. It's Nick. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nick. Sometimes I'd like to do something really wild just because I never have. You ain't true to yourself, and you ain't true to nobody. Your love can take me high. I want you to stay away from him. He's not what you think he is. My brother's been kidnapped. What we want, Jim, is a little collection on an old IOU. You're the eye, and we're the you. You're all wrong. You didn't do anything. Come on, get on. How can you know that, Catherine? I trust him, Dad. Vanilla Ice is going to take an uncool world and chill it to the bone. Well, I hope you like being a biker chick because you're not going to see me or my car again. Imagine that. From Universal Pictures, cool as ice. Nice. Now, Chris, normally I'll start off, and, and again, I just, I'm looking to you to, to lead me through this story. But I, what I love about that trailer is, is just that line. You know, it's like, lose the zero and get yourself a hero. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, are you I'll be saving that up. <laughs> 
wanted to say that as well. It's so fucking bad. <laughs> oh my word! I, I don't. I, what sorry, go on. Go on. No, no, go on. Go on. No, I was gonna say my buttocks were so clinched together when he said that. I was just like, oh my god, this is just horrendous. I mean, who? There are lots of people involved in making a movie. It's not just the actor. It's not just the director. Who is watching that and go going? That's fucking cool, guys. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I, I, honestly, the di- I, and I, I think that's what the problem is. It's not necessarily the pretense of the story, right? Was they were saying it was a bit like I mean, how the hell do you even get this this fucking association? But like the Marlon Brando one from the sixties, where he's on the bikes and they and they go into a small town and he sweeps a girl off her feet and they get involved in a load of. That is what it was supposed to be loosely based on. What we get is nothing like that. But however, Vanilla fucking Ice is probably the worst actor I've ever seen. <laughs> now, I'll, I'll start us off for a change. So we start off, his character's called Johnny Van Owen. He's part of a rap troupe who drive from city to city. Now, we've never seen a rap troupe, a rap, sorry, rap troupe go from city to city ever, ever, ever. We, we start off and he's in a club and he's, he's all like this buzz about him. Then they end up on these fucking racing motorbikes like a Ducati or a, a Yamasa- uh, Yamasaki, fucking hell, babe, a Honda <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, Kawasaki. Make it, making Yamaha in the, that up. And, and he's on <laughs> some sort of race bike, this yellow bike, and they're riding down this road. It's like him and his crew. And they've all got the same bike. One of them's got like a leopard print one and all this. And he sees this girl riding a horse. Now, <laughs> he then proceeds to ride next to her, which not only is dangerous to her, who's not got a helmet on, the horse could jack and just jump and, and go off. They're not, you know, noises and don't work well with horses. People know that. Johnny, Johnny fucking Van Owen, which is an amazing name. I mean, he should have used his real name, Rob Van Winkle. I mean, it's just as bad. <laughs> Rip Van um, Winkle. <laughs> Rip Van Winkle. He then runs alongside her. Stop, spins round, and Dave, I am not joking. Talk about the law of physics. He vaults a six-foot <laughs> wooden fence on his fucking little motorbike and then nearly kills the girl, um, Kathy, and does like a spin and then just looks at a dead kill. The next minute, Bunny hops over the fence, and I was like, what the... And even I, like I say, I'd done this to stitch you up, and I'm sat there thinking, I've stitched my fucking self up here. Yeah. What is this shit? <laughs> It runs at like 91 minutes and it is utterly shit. I mean, I don't know why I never watched it. I agree with you, Dave. I remember around 91, MC Hammer, Vanilla Ice were out. I was into a bit of hip-hop, proper hip-hop, none of this fucking pop shit that used to Vanilla Ice. But it's fucking woeful. And, and, and the fact that they tried to palm off the fact a, a rap group would travel around America. Now, through this film, Vanilla Ice has numerous costume changes but yet he goes from city to city with no outfit on at all. He has no uh, cases. Sorry, he has no cases with him a fuck all. But he can literally <laughs> change into these leather fucking outfits at every turn. He, he's, he's terrible. He's absolutely... He's probably one of the worst actors I've seen on any of our podcasts. He's fucking bobbins. No, inter- I mean, like I say, the reason I brought up the Playboy uh, direction is is because I, I think it, it probably... The level of acting is probably consistent with a, uh, one of those videos. But you've got like Michael Gross in there. So he was the dad from Family Ties, wasn't he? 
Yeah. And he's the dad in this. But fuck me, he is seedy as fuck. There is some kind of weird subplot there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. It's like he's, he, it's like he, at first I, you know, you're right, Dave. When when a film alludes to it, and you think the fucking dad's going to be a baddie here, isn't he, or something, and he's going to turn like into a heel, and he's going to be a bad guy and everything. But he's not. He's just he's acting. You're so right. He's acting. He's just fucking. I mean, I didn't realize this, but the whole plot of it is that they're in witness protection, aren't they? Yeah. And and he's protecting the family because of what you know, got involved with his CD cop and that they found him. But it doesn't explain it very well at all. And the, like you say, he's not. A, he wasn't like an amazing actor, but he was a respected actor, and he he's fucking terrible in this. And it must be again, Dave. It's got to be the writing. It's fucking terrible. Or, you know, they just didn't have much in the way of budget and, and so could only, like, shoot each scene once. <laughs> Although saying that, Chris, this made... Uh, so this was a budget in 1991 of $6 million, which is not bad, I don't think, for a, mm-hmm. a movie like this. And at the box office, it made $1.2 million. <laughs> Dave, this, this crashed worse than Villa Rice's rap career. I'm telling you... It's terrible. I mean, they were riding on the coattails. I had a, did a bit of research after watching it. And I mean, I quite feel quite sorry for Vanilla Rice. He got strong-armed by, you know, you know who Sudge Knights is, Dave? No. no so Sudge Knights is, is the guy, if you've ever seen the film, and it's an amazing film, straight out of Compton, which is... Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, great film. Sudge Knights is the, is the bad guy. He was in the car when Tupac got killed. He never received one bullet, but Tupac ended up with like uh, 20 or 30 bullets. Such nights that's in jail now for running somebody over and killing someone. He's a record producer, absolute maniac. When this was going on, he strong down Vanilla Ice and and because uh, he owned the company and took money off him and basically threatened him and menacing that because he was he said like because you should never have a white rapper and all this. You know, fast forward to Eminem, who's probably the best lyric dropper ever. But you, you look at at this time, and such nights, Dave, a bit of trivia, from Vanilla Ice and nicking money off him and basically sort of blackmailing him into money, created Death, um, Death Row Records, which is what all the rapping was from, the East and West yeah, Coast. Right, okay. So that that was because of Vanilla Ice, because he, he basically stole all the money off him and, and frightened. So he's funded he's it. scary, man. Funded <laughs> it, basically, yeah. Yeah, inadvertently. But his career went to shit after this. I mean, so three years later after this movie, he come back with dreadlocks and that vanillarized, didn't he? And some sort yeah, of reggae yeah, was mad, wasn't it? But, I mean, so after the movie, and, and uh, you know, I was happy when it had finished, I did have to put on um, Ice Ice Baby. You know, and, yeah. and it's obviously the, the baseline that drives it a lot. But it's like, you know what? I know he gets stick in that. It's a good fucking tune. I can pretty much sing that, Dave, word for word. I used to know it off by art. You know, if you're in a club and you're like 17, 18, it'd come on. You'd be like, MC Hammer, come on. You'd be doing the fucking dancing if you had the big pants. And then you'd be like, stop, collaborate and listen. Oh, my God. Ice is back. We have a brand new invention. So, Dave, we could go word for word here. I'm pretty sure we both know it. That's the sad thing. But, yeah, no, so, so it, is, it is a good tune. But um, I, I'm trying to think of the other guy who came out before Eminem. Wasn't it Snow? with oh, it informer. informer yeah this yeah was, yeah no snow was around the same time as miller ice because i had a um, rap to the max uh cd and it had like yeah it's a bit of will smith you know boom boom shake the room and all that but it had like crisscross on it uh ll cool j but snow was on that informer yeah with his glasses and stuff didn't he, he was like a cooler version of vanilla ice i think yeah no again i thought it was a quite 
cool song and again i think he had like quite a lot of street cred at the time but then he basically sold out and then all of that went out the window from what i remember you know what though they make a good point because at some point in this movie you do want fucking vanilla ice to sell out and fuck off don't you because (laughs) i mean you're right the way it's shot and i look I'll, i'll be honest with you around this time i would have watched many if i could find Playboy like style videos, Dave. A little bit of a story, it's something to keep me going. I say, as I'm suffering with my shoulder injury still, but yeah, it, it genuinely was because of watching stuff like this. And you're right, it has like a weird glaze over the screen, like that Vaseline effect on the screen. Um, what I found, just, I know it's a bad choice of words, Dave. It's probably had somewhere else stained on it when I watched it, but anyway, um, when. when is the fact that you've got these two gangsters, one's a cop, they found the dad, but they sit outside their house. They're not they very inconspicuous, like, are they? Inconspicuous. <laughs> and then they're stood there. And what I found weird is later on, obviously, Vanilla Ice's troop go to the club. They're in this new town. The girl he's met at the start cafe, she's there with her mates, and she's with her boyfriend. And I've got to say, Dave, if somebody had cracked on with my girlfriend or whatever, the way Vanilla Ice does, yeah. you'd fucking... I know he, I know he ends up turning into a fucking... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, like, but if, <laughs> if 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 someone had cracked on like that, you'd be going for him because he literally abuses and and sort of sexually harasses Kathy until she fucking gives in, doesn't he? You know, yeah. like he, he's it's bizarre. She buys into it, so she's smirking at this absolute cock with an <laughs> Ivan Drago haircut and this fucking leather fucking outfit, like some kids drew it on a fucking Crayola set and gone, "Can you make this for me?" It's like something. I tell you what, his outfit actually is like something you would create. I don't know if you've ever played it on the game called The Sims, Dave. Oh yeah, 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 make, yeah. or like a like a computer generated character. Like on, I play a lot of PUBG, and you can wear fucking. My guy at the moment's got a full cowboy outfit on. You know what I mean? It's ridiculous. Or you've got like a full shell suit on, and that's exactly the clothing he's wearing. The palette for his outfits makes me. I mean, he stands out anyway, but everything he does. It's real vibrant colours in the films. If to say he's the star, he is the yeah. star. It's it's <laughs> terrible. He's supposed to be cool as fuck, isn't he? And I, I guess you know I, I associate that style a bit more with the the late eighties. But I guess you know this is ninety one, isn't it? So it all kind of blends in my mind into the same time. You know, late eighties, early nineties. But you know, he is supposed to be cool as fuck, isn't he? So yeah. You know, the the uh, Kathy's younger brother is just absolutely infatuated with him, and again, you know, uh, Vanilla Ice is a bit is a bit odd with him. He <laughs> wouldn't be like that today. Um, but yeah, th- I mean, this is such a, a vanilla, no pun intended, story, though, isn't it? It's you've got this posh girl, you've got this guy from the wrong side of the tracks. And, you know, he wins over her heart and, you know, he also becomes a ninja, essentially. You know, he's hard as fuck. <laughs> Beats up all these guys and stuff. Saves the day. Uh, oh, it's just fucking nonsense, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I mean, but... but <laughs> what? <laughs> I love that, Dave. I love it when you're out. Usually you're invested in this. You are out on this, on my friend. I've been so looking forward to recording this. Uh, but no, you're right, because... Johnny decides to give him a bit of shit, doesn't he? And they're levering that guy's bike. And the other crew don't come out. They're just like four or five of them. But the fight scene, I mean, we, we talked about like the Bruce Lee stuff and some, even the Van Damme stuff where, where they fight you one by one. 
if you're in a fight with someone and you know someone is harder than you or someone's an absolute maniac and you've got a few, I've never, I mean, I've never jumped anybody, but having done the crap Maga stuff and that, the one thing you've got to do is you've got to learn for four or five people to come at you. You know, you close your eyes, someone goes for you and you've got to like disarm people with bats, knives and stuff. Oh no, vanilla just stands there. He turns his back on these guys who can bottle him or chin him with a fucking baseball bat. He just stands there, Dave. There's no, uh, there's no worry that he's going to get attacked. It's literally, you, come here. Bang, bang. He's gone. But it's his punches. They're so fucking telegraphed. And the way he's spinning and he's trying to do some sort of martial arts shit, it is fucking... <laughs> it is awful, isn't it? it really... You talk about the ninja skills. I mean... A bit of a side note here. So the role of Kathy was initially offered to Gwyneth Paltrow. So you'd have to say that dodging bullets is one of Gwyneth Paltrow's superpowers. Fucking hell. <laughs> Can you imagine that? That would have absolutely killed her career before we even knew who it, who it was, uh, who she was. Now, it did also win a few awards, this one, so probably no surprise, but it did uh, get nominated for quite a few Golden Raspberry Awards. And I don't think we've ever looked at anything that's been nominated for quite so many. So it was nominated for Worst Picture, Worst Director, Worst Screenplay, Worst New Star, Worst Actor, <laughs> Worst <laughs> Original Song. <laughs> Oh, my God. Now, that to is... be fair, the only one that they won was Worst Actor, Vanilla Rice. <laughs> oh, no. That is terrible. <laughs> terrible. I mean, I, you know, I recognise her, though, Dave. She's actually Kevin McAllister's sister, isn't she, in the first Home Alone? Yeah. I, I not, yeah, yeah. not realised that at all, but, uh, yeah, I agree. I, it, it's one of them films you've got to watch because you, you, you're like, you know, we watched Jim Carter a few weeks ago. Terrible. Rocky Horror Show... I sent it to Elm Street. I'll never watch it again, but I, I respect what um, Richard O'Brien did and obviously the song, Time Warp. It has to be marked up for that alone, even though I didn't like the movie and I'll never see it again. This was like, this cashing in on someone's fame and doing a bit. Like we had, you look at Eminem as a comparison. Honestly, I'm not saying he's the best rapper ever, but everybody says he's the best lyric, lyric, lyricist or whatever day. I can't even fucking say it. <laughs> as as purely someone who can drop a beat and do the you know the one-on-one face-offs they do and all that. He's absolutely one of the best. They all say it. Everyone in the world says it. And I, I don't disagree with that. He brought out 8 Mile, which was loosely based on his his life. Yeah. And it, and it was a great... All right, yeah, all right. It's late 90s, early 2000s, whenever it come out. But it was a gritty... Uh, take on it. This is this is nothing. This is like a TV movie gone fucking wrong. It is. It honestly, I, I, anyone listening, you've got to watch it just because your draw will be on the fucking floor. The whole movie. It, it's terrible. I'm not sure we've reviewed anything that is ranked so, quite so poorly. So it's twenty. Uh, sorry, two point nine percent. Two point nine percent. Fucking should be two point nine percent. Two point nine on IMDb, and I don't think we've we've seen anything that's quite that low. <laughs> Dave, it's at seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Nice. <laughs> so, who the fuck are those people who've given it a positive rating? <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, it's like some of the some of the lines that like you said about the zero hero, but at the end as well, he says to the girl Kathy when she's going, he went, "Come on." Instead of saying, "Let's go," he goes, "Let's go." And I'm like, oh my word, what are you saying? <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah, it is absolutely horrendous. But, but, but did, that, did you know as well, though, that Naomi Campbell's in this? 
she sings, doesn't she? At the yeah, start, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. She's a pretty girl. I mean, he went out with Vanilla Ice, went out with Madonna for a long time, and he actually split up with her. You know, when she brought that video and book out, erotic and everything. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. The sex book that he split up with her because of that, because he was in that a little bit and he didn't want anything to do with it and told her against it and ended up splitting up because of it. Um, oh, Dave. I mean, it's like she's in bed. Now, if I was getting to know a girl, right? The last thing I would want to do is break into her bedroom and lay next to her while she sleeps, right? When I don't really know her. But no, she doesn't even hear Vanilla Ice with his fucking loud fucking trousers and his fucking sneakers on. Lay next to him in his full leather get-up. And she's there like, wakes up like this princess. And you can hear the, the, the birds, you know, they're singing away out there. And the next minute, they're sucking Johnny Van Owen next to her with a big fucking lob on by the looks of it. <laughs> <laughs> Horrendous. Fucking romance in the 90s. <laughs> Things were different back then. But, but, but like you said about her boyfriend, her boyfriend turns from a really good guy at the start. He's got a lovely Corvette. All he needed was the red fucking stripes on the side. It was faces out of the A-team. Next minute, he's an absolute fucking psycho, and he's got a big yeah. fucking broken nose thing, like the guy out of Tango and Cash. And and it's like everywhere he turns, he's he, he's just there as this horrible lechy guy. I half expected him to be involved in the plot with these two guys, but yeah, as yeah. bad guys go, they're terrible. And and there's a bit there where when when she gets up in the morning, and obviously he's been in a bedroom. They go and start dancing around a building site. Now, <laughs> I wouldn't say a building site's the most romantic thing. He's got his top off and they're running around. I read a review and it someone said, like, would you really be what you're running around with your chest out, the screws and nails everywhere? Yeah. <laughs> it's not exactly romantic. You know, it could be going through your shoe. It's bizarre, but what a turn of coincidental uh thing Nonsense. in the film. <laughs> Nonsense that when the brother gets kidnapped, the noise that he heaps here in the rice, because he's now obviously a detective as well as a fucking rap star and fucking Jimmy Savile sex pest, is he goes, yo, yo, gee, rewind that, rewind that. What, what, what can you hear? And you can clearly hear someone tapping somewhere. And then he went, where have I heard that noise from? Where, where? And then he goes, the building site where he was dancing with her. And I'm like, oh, fuck <laughs> me. Absolutely. And then... They turn up on the building site in the loudest vehicles you can ever think of, a fucking five-man fucking motorbike team. And they're, they're looking, the gangsters doing the light, and they disappear. And then someone goes, can you hear anything? And they've not heard five motorbikes going up a flight of stairs, but they don't hear it until they burst through this wall. Oh, it is terrible. Well, I guess, you know, think about it at the time, though. I mean, you had Baywatch where you had a bunch of detective lifeguards. So I think that was just been the, the theme of the time. You know, you get these uh, people in, in complete, uh, I don't know, abstract jobs. You know, like say he's, he's part of this rap troupe, but he's also a detective. Um, I think that was just a, a cliche of the time, maybe. It's true, though, Dave, because you're right. Because in every movie you ever watch, look at Batman. And that's the fucking detectives are all bent. They're all corrupt. They can't fucking fire a gun to save their life. They're like the stormtroopers, aren't they? The fucking yeah. aim is terrible. <laughs> Nobody in any movie, unless you are a detective a la Axel Foley, uh, Martin Riggs, you know, you, you're like an upper echelon detective. Can you go against some mastermind crime gang? All the other coppers in these movies are just cannon fodder. And, and that's like, 
this Vanilla Ice is a rapper, but he he solves this case and goes after a kidnapped lad before the police even get there and that. And it's like, but you haven't got the fucking tools for that sort of thing. <laughs> but he, he obviously, I mean, the fight at the end, he's fighting that guy with a bald head who, who chins Vanilla Ice a couple of times. But it ends up being like when Biff gets knocked out by George McFly because Vanilla Ice chins him. And he spins to the camera, the guy, and does that weird, like, you know, that fake knockout <laughs> yeah, face. And then yeah. I was just waiting to fall into the manure. It was fucking... Ter- <laughs> it's terribly brilliant because it's so shit that this even got commissioned. Somebody somewhere at a movie fucking production meeting must have sat there. And you know the old... The, the director's of Vanilla Ice, what do you think? What do you think? And everyone's going, <laughs> uh, well, you've got a nice bike. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you've got, right, yeah. You know, again, I, I'm scratching my head and looking at that that budget of six million. I, I reckon about five million of it was cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think that was Vanilla Ice. I think that's for the rest of the cast. Just to exactly, shit. yeah. Just the writers and everyone. It's, oh, it's terrible. But I, what do you make of this line, Chris? Because I, I noted this down. So, Johnny, I'm going to go across the street and uh, schling a schlong. <laughs> what do you think he meant by that? <laughs> <laughs> Because I don't think that has aged well. <laughs> no, no, I don't. Um, I don't know. It's, it's utterly. And then the kid, though, as well. When they rescue him, they tie they tie the bad guys to the bonnet of the car with a load of fucking, uh, fucking what's it, phone wire or some phone cables or something. I don't, it wasn't, Proper, there's like, no internet then, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And the, and the bib in the horn, me. And it's like the coppers are like. Oh, cheers, lads. And the, and the dad comes over, doesn't he, and shakes his hand, and he just goes, thanks. And then he just goes, oh, no, it's nothing. To, well, he says something, he says something weird for the other way. Instead of saying, thanks, no problem, or, you know, uh, so it's, you know, no problem at all. So he just says something like, it doesn't matter. That's what he says. He goes, doesn't matter, does it? And I'm like, why? That doesn't even, you've just got the confidence of your girlfriend's dad run with it but he just said it doesn't matter and I was like that doesn't even make any sense yeah that, that was weird I, I did think that as well but I was just so happy that we were getting to the end to be honest <laughs> did you watch <laughs> the end dance bit though when it comes on oh yeah 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 but again just quite happy just to see that out <laughs> oh, it's, it's truly it, it, it's an amazing journey of a movie because I mean I got that list out, Dave. There's even worse movies than this. I don't believe it. Be, well, <laughs> I, stop or my mom will shoot. I remember having high hopes for that because I loved the Golden Girls when I was a kid. Watching me and and Grandad. As obviously Stallone with Rocky, and that is fucking awful. That is a really bad movie. See, I don't remember it being quite that bad. And I, I know Dave, it wasn't good compared to everything else that he'd done up to that point, but I, I don't remember it being that bad, but I'm not in a rush to find out, quite honestly. <laughs> oh, oh, you say that, Mr. Horrocks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Have you got oh, anything God. else to say about this shit show, or shall we go into our final review? Let's go. Now, Chris, 
running down our scoring system just to refresh us. <laughs> so if it's the best movie you've ever seen, this would go to Cloud City. If it's not quite as good as that, but it's still a pretty damn good movie, then it'd go to Pleasantville. Down in the middle, kind of at the halfway point there, you've got a Hill Valley. If it's getting onto the crappier side of movies, then you go into Elm Street. And if this is absolutely terrible and should never be watched again, this is going to Dantooine. Now, would you care to have any bets on where this one's going for me? <laughs> is it a new score? <laughs> I think we do need a new... <laughs> I don't know what could be worse than being blown to smithereens, but but uh, yeah, there's, there's, just, there's just no other place that I can put it. There's, there's just nothing redeemable about this at all. I think with that said, you know, someone, I think if you watch the trailer, that's enough, and it gives you a window into how terrible this is. And you know what, Chris? I bet there's some people out there who have got a bit of nostalgia about this. Again, I don't quite know why I didn't watch it, but um, and, and I might have thought a bit differently about it, but no, the acting is absolutely terrible. The story is, and the plot are very, very thin. Um, obviously, you know, we can't, we can't mark it down too much for the fashion, but that's fucking terrible as well. <laughs> and so, yeah, it's going to Dantooine all day long. It's, yeah, <laughs> I don't think I can add any more. It's just, it's just something that you've got to watch it. I, I can't explain it. It's one of the movies that I literally watched it in one sitting, thinking, "Holy fuck! How have I never heard of this shit and never watched this before?" Because honestly, I did it to stitch you up, and I just stitched myself up without a doubt. It was a truly terrible movie. But whenever Vanilla Ice is on the screen, he grabs the the scene because he's so bad he he's it's his fucking accent that does me he, he <laughs> thinks that he's a rapper he thinks that uh, i just can't i can't explain how bad he's cool fake. he does he just thinks he's like part of fucking uh the 80s rap scene or something he's just terrible and everything he says like they lane him up consistently to speak like that. He doesn't even speak like that in real life. I've seen stuff recently yeah. on him. He does, he's just a normal guy, but the persona, I mean, he earned him a lot of money. I mean, and they said, he, I think his highest earning year, he earned 18 million in one year's first year. And he was on, he put on part on the company until he's got obviously rinsed by Sudgenites. But um, he was a clever guy, Dave. He, he knew what he was doing. This is not a clever fucking business decision at all. Some were saying before he thought in his head, this would be the big time, like the serious actor and that. He's fucking terrible. Absolutely <laughs> terrible. The only thing I'd say is it's just comical for like the way he jumps over the fence with the bike. His outfits are so ludicrous. The, I tell you what the outfits are like. Fucking Ali G. They're, they're yeah. so ridiculous, <laughs> his outfits. Uh, obviously, we've got, we're talking six or seven years before Ali G came out, but... It's like Sasha Baron Cohen modelled him on Vanilla Ice. And I know Ali G wore full shell suits, but this guy's like got shorts on. He's got the Reebok pump on and uh, Nike Air Jordans. <laughs> he just looks fucking... <laughs> you know what? I, as well, as bad as his acting is, did you notice you get that little drum... He's got his own little theme tune. Whenever Vanilla Ice is on the screen, you get the little ding, 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 ding. Yeah, yeah, you get yeah. this little... <laughs> 
yeah. <laughs> a little drum beat to it. It's just oh, fucking horrendous. It is horrendous, and uh, yeah, Dave is going to dancing all day long. I, I, I don't want to say it's the worst thing I've ever seen, but it's not far off. It, it, I, I just, I, I was astonished. I just don't, I don't think it's the worst thing I've ever seen because it's amazing seeing Vanilla Ice with no range of acting at all just pull out some of the worst dialogue ever, ever. <laughs> At least give him something to do to see if he can act. By Christ, they just played up to his persona, Vanilla Eyes. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah, and yeah. Like, like we've said with others, it's it's like watching porn without the porn. Yeah, yeah. there's no happy ending at all. Like Dave said, the only happy ending is when it fucking goes off. But what I would say, guys, next week, if you can, if you get into contact with us, is actually a listener's choice, isn't it, Dave? So I know we've had a bit of fun the last few weeks and we have got some classics up our sleeves that we both love and we want to throw out there. But if anyone's got any suggestions, then please contact us on the usual uh, platforms on Twitter at VHS Strikes Back or email us the VHS Strikes Back at gmail.com. And as always, drop us a review if you can on your podcast catching app and uh, we'll read it out and get it out of you guys. So Dave, thank you for indulging me in this. I don't know whether it, it totally backfired on me this, but anyway... <laughs> Thank you as always, my good friend. And I'll see you next time. Well, yeah, I'll see you next time, Chris. And all I'll leave you with is to say, drop that zero and get with the hero. You see you next Tuesday. (laughs) As as Johnny Van Owen said, Dave, let's G-O. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Bye Bye now. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. What the fuck are we gonna do now? What are we gonna do? Maybe we could build a fire, sing a couple of songs, huh? Why don't we try that? We better get back, because it'll be dark soon, and they mostly come at night. Mostly. I'll be back. That's not. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Wax on, wax off. Go for it. Well, here we go. Ain't so bad. Ain't so bad. Ain't so bad. Ain't so bad. Ain't nothing. You must be crazy or something. I'm crazy. You're just a stupid. Yeah, maybe you're crazy. 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 You're craz